Hi guys, welcome to the DNA Podcast. This is Amit and Deepak. This week's podcast will focus on what are we watching the finals for? Let's get started. And we're back. What's up, Deepak? How's it going, man? It's going. It's going. Game one of the finals was... I don't know, it feels like a week ago. I don't understand. Why is there a two-day rest between games? When they have... It's not that hard. One-day rest between games in the same city and two days rest when you fly to the next city. That's it. We should be consultants for the NBA. No, it's not. I'm sure there's smarter people out there that can come up with that schedule. No, that's not the attitude we need from you, Deepak. I'm, see, I'm focused on this podcast. I don't need to move to the NBA. Okay, let's focus on this podcast. So what are you so, talking about? Both our teams are out. I'm a Miami Heat fan. You're Los Angeles Lakers fans. <laughs> Season started. Yeah, your your team went out in uh, late October. Um, yeah, preseason. I think we were out already. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're still watching the NBA Finals. We're still watching the playoffs. As neutral fans. What are we looking for in these finals to make us come back and watch? Well, for starters, we're watching the finals and any other series since our teams got eliminated because we love basketball. I didn't watch still... the Toronto Crabs series. I'm sorry. Okay, except I'm Toronto, sorry. Cleveland, and any really <laughs> other series in the East. <laughs> no, we've been watching the West. Let's say we've been watching the West. Okay. And we've been doing so because there's really good teams, really good players. Some on the Warriors, some on the Thunder. The Spurs were great. Yeah. Um, I lost interest in the East once Miami got eliminated. I really wanted Cleveland versus Miami in the finals. If anything, just to listen to the fans chant, you need Riley at LeBron every time he shoots free throws. Oh, my goodness. When we didn't get that. I was like, okay, Cleveland's going to the finals. Who's coming out of the West? Right. Okay, so Warriors. That's a great series. And as far as what, what or who I'm rooting for, you just root for close games. You root for game sevens. And upsets, right? And so we were discussing: would it, would it be an upset if Cleveland won the series? I think so. What about you? I think so. Whenever you beat a historically great team like the Warriors, because of what they've done this season, winning the most games ever in a single regular season, um, anytime you you even come close, like like the Thunder did to beating them, you, you realize, oh my God, that these guys are the favorites. If they don't win, it's catastrophe. So that's right. why they're, they're the favorites this series and Cleveland looks like a team that that, that looks lost out there with, with the Golden State Warriors right now. At times they do, yeah. I mean, they kept it close throughout game, game one uh, until that run in the fourth. But more than that, it just comes down to, like you said, 73 wins this season. They just came back from 3-1 down against OKC. Mm-hmm. I mean, they looked primed for the finals. And more than that, I just don't think... I, I don't think Cleveland believes they can beat the Warriors. I just don't see it. Because even with Love and Irving back, they got killed in the regular season by them. Game one, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson combined for 20 points and they lost by 15. So I definitely feel there's a part of a few players on the cast, maybe not LeBron James, but they're like, how do we beat these guys? 
Yeah. And if they don't win game two, I I, I don't know. I, I hope the series doesn't end in five, but if Warriors go into Cleveland and steal one game, they can come back and close in five. Right. So I picked I I picked Cavs in seven. I can't believe I'm recording this and saying this on on the pod. But yeah, I picked Cavs, I picked the Cavs in seven. I still believe I mean they put up a great fight in game one, except that as you said, when Clay and Steph combined for twenty points, you need to win this game. So maybe having that one slip out of their hands or just not executing in the fourth quarter and the at the end of the third really, really hurt them. But moving on from 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 that, it's like who who are you rooting for? You can't really root for the alpha male who won 73 games or this team. I'm I'm rooting for the Caps. I want them to make this a good series, challenge these babyface warriors, um, and and make them compete. That's that's all you can hope for as a neutral fan, right? See, it's, it's interesting because you you and I we're not the biggest LeBron James fans for uh, obvious reasons. So obviously you were a big fan when he was on the Heat, but once he left the Heat, you know, it kind of went away a little bit. And me, as a huge Kobe Bryant fan, I definitely did not like LeBron for a long, long time. Yeah. Because he kind of came in and, yeah, he was the best player in the league. But that title belonged to Kobe, and I feel like it got taken away from him too soon. And so that's, I mean, any fan. For example, any LeBron James fan right now, the reason they hate Steph Curry is because the same thing is happening. Everyone, you know, SportsCenter, all media is crowning Steph Curry the king of this league. When LeBron James... By my, in my opinion, I'm assuming yours too. He's still the best overall player in this league. Oh, definitely, no doubt. Right? No doubt. So that's why people hate. Well, those fans hate Steph Curry. But aside from that, it's hard to hate Steph Curry. Once Kobe has retired, now like it's hard for me to just dislike LeBron for no reason, really. Aside from, I mean, the flopping and bitching in the games. That I mean, every every good player does that. Yeah. Maybe he does so more so than others sometimes, but still. As far know. as what we're rooting for. Close games and a game seven. So game two, I'm rooting for the Cavs because if the Cavs go down two yeah. zero, I I think the series ends in five, and I don't want that. Yeah, I I can't. Yes. Yeah, they need to win game two. I can't see can't see the, the Cavs surviving, having to win four out of the next five games if they lose tomorrow. Um, exactly. So all we can hope for is a Cleveland Cavaliers victory tomorrow, but. Going back to LeBron, LeBron is the best player in the game. But what the Cavs are doing right now, they're, they're doing something similar to what the Thunder did in, at the end of Game 6, which was, okay, let's just ISO our best players, try to find that mismatch, but not, not rely on ball movement, player movement, and spacing. And we all know that's, that's not a good strategy against the Warriors. If you're, if you're matching up against the Warriors... And you're going small by not playing Mozgov and playing Tristan Thompson who can't really shoot. You can't beat the Warriors by matching up with them. They're just better. Yeah, and well, the Thunder kind of matched up with them for a few games there, and they did beat them. Right, oh, their, sure. their lineup with Ibaka and Ro- Roberson, it worked. Um, Cleveland. But, but what happened to the Thunder then? They went back to the ISO game. Um, the, the, the Thunder, they threw that away. Like uh, we were just talking about this too. Um, Game six, the, the last what thirteen possessions or so for the Thunder, yeah. twelve of them in, in, involved one pass or less. They just freaked out. They were holding the ball for like twenty three seconds out of twenty four, yeah. trying to run out the clock. And Clay, I mean Clay Thompson took that game. 
from them. He stole it yeah. pretty much single-handedly. But they also, I mean, there's no way they should have lost that game. And that's where it kind of fell apart for them. Just piggybacking yeah. off of that point where you said they were ISO, I found this, this tweet by Nate Duncan on Twitter. Shout out to Nate Duncan. Um, he said that Cleveland isolated on 18 possessions in game one, scored one basket, fouled twice, and the rest were misses or turnovers. That's the recipe for disaster against the Warriors. It, it is, and it's tough for them because Shannon Fry has been such a big part of their offense. He got played off the floor because the Warriors were just switching screens, which means no open shots for a three-point shooter like Shannon Fry. Yeah. If he's not taking and making threes, he's kind of pointless to put him out there. So it's really tough. I, I just don't see it, and it sucks. Like I wish I could say for sure I see the series go seven, but as much as I would like that, I could easily see it ending in five for the reasons mentioned above. And, and this really speaks to me about a, a few, a couple things. How bad the East is and how good LeBron James is. Because if you look at the Cleveland roster, I mean, their bench got outscored 45 to 10. Mm-hmm. But of course they did. Look at their bench. Like, who's going to score off their bench? Like if Shannon Fry gets played off before and only plays seven minutes like in game one, Delvadova... Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson must be at least 41 years old now. He was good in, in 2005. <laughs> yeah, with the Nets. Like, I think I've seen that guy play for a bunch of years now. And uh, like, who else comes off the bench? It's, it's uh, Delvadova, Richard Jefferson. I can't even remember. Mozgov doesn't play. No, Mozgov doesn't play. Who else? Iman Shumpert. Okay, Iman Shumpert is not going to be like the equalizer there. So, it's just tough. They're going to lose a bench foul every single game. Yeah. But then again, you can't have Livingston, Barbosa, and Iguodala do that to you every game. I'm, I'm pretty well, sure they're they going to make the like, adjustments. No way they're going to shoot that percentage. Yeah. Barbosa came out of nowhere. Barbosa, well, Livingston, 8 of 10. Iguodala had a great game. But as, as much as they can't repeat that performance, there's yeah. also no way Steph and Clay go whatever they combine for 20 points. So Cleveland's strategy in the series is to make sure Steph and Clay don't get open threes. But they missed open shots, and they're overextending on the three-point line. That means giving up easy layups. That happened, from what I can recall, at least four or five times in game one. Yeah, they, they play defense. They run them off the three-point line. They play defense, pretending they have this shot-blocking center back there who's going to just clean everything up. A white side at Gobert, and they don't. They have Tristan Thompson, who's not really a shot-blocker. Tristan Thompson does not jump. He, I, don't think he I don't know how. Well, I do know how. Like LeBron, was <laughs> the Cavs to give them, eight, give him eighty million dollars. That, that LeBron's team. Like he literally handpicked every single player on there. The only reason he came back was because he had already traded Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. Yeah. <laughs> I just. But back to my point, like it shows how good LeBron James is because with the Cavs to make the finals back to back with that bench, mm-hmm. LeBron James is the best player in the league. I just don't think I can't convince myself in no way, shape, or form into the Cavs winning the series. And I don't know how you pick them at seven. Like maybe some miracle happens. Like if the Cavs win the series, LeBron James is just—he's a legend already. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame or whatever. But anyone, including you and I, who's, who's like we've spoken against him in the past, yeah. if he lifts his team to this title, I will never in my life say a single bad thing about LeBron James. <laughs> And I'm putting that on record. Like, if he does this, I'm, uh, I'll be overly impressed and I'll shut up. All right, what's your prediction? It. What's your prediction for the series? I had said, um, I had said Warriors in six, 
then I remembered um, they changed the finals format a few years ago to two two one 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 again. Yeah. So I don't I don't think they win game six in Cleveland. So I'm gonna say Warriors in seven just because I wanted to go seven. Okay. But once again, if we get seven games out of this, I'll be surprised. I'm gonna stick to my gut and go Cavs in seven. I you see it now. You know, can't flip flop. Yeah, I can't flip flop, but. <laughs> I, LeBron's greatness is going to be defined by the series. If he can pull this out, as you said, if he loses again, how many finals is that where he just five, five finals losses? Five, five finals losses out of seven, right? Yeah. That's that does not look good when you're being compared to Jordan, Magic, Kobe, whatever. Exactly, and it, it's it's tough because. Last year they lost, and I was like, okay, they didn't have Love and Irving. Yeah. Now they do have Love and Irving. And if you lose again there, it's like, did you really just let the same team beat you twice in the finals, and now you have a healthy roster? And it just opens up. But something. at the same time, this is a historically great team. And it's it is. Never been Skip, Bayless, Skip Bayless would have a party with this uh, with this storyline, you know, LeBron losing twice in a row to the same team in the finals with a healthy roster. Yeah. He'd go at him. Just yeah. the other day, I saw Skip, Skip and Stephen A., uh, they were debating, and and one of the questions posed to them was, if 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 on this Cleveland team instead of LeBron James, you have a Kobe Bryant in his prime, <laughs> would the would the Cavs still be underdogs? And Stephen A. was really adamant in saying that if that was the case, there's no way in hell Cleveland would lose the series or at least be underdogs just because of that killer mentality Kobe has. Kobe would be like, I'm not losing the same team twice in the finals. I don't know about that. Like that's a conversation for another day. That's I'm, a, that's, I'm not going to say anything. That's that's a pointless debate. To that's be a honest. pointless debate. Yeah. It's like I don't know why they put these guys on TV so much. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched first take in the longest time. Right, but like, but what I'm saying is that now the reason I bring that up is because if LeBron loses again, it just opens up all these you know debates to kind of undermine his yeah greatness. Which really should, story. But, yeah, for sure, for sure, you can undermine his greatness with this. Another loss in the finals. Let's hope not. I mean, let's hope for seven. As far as like who we root for, it's it's tough. And I think you were saying this. It, it only really comes out once you're watching the game in certain moments. Like you don't yeah. know who you're rooting for going into the game, really. Yeah. And for me, that that was a game seven under Warriors when uh, Kevin Durant scored seven straight points in the fourth. That's when you realized I, was, you were... I knew I was like I was <laughs> I was rooting for him so badly to just make a huge comeback by himself. Yeah. And um, if Ibaka doesn't foul Curry, uh, stop it! Stop uh, it! Stop it! Don't to... tease! Don't tease! <laughs> Such a tease. Anyway, so that's the that's our little finals take, some breakdown for this week's podcast. Um, do you have any feedback? Please let us know. It's DNA Podcast sixteen at gmail.com. Um, we have Dr. Deepak in the house. What's up, Dr. Deepak? Hey, what's up? I'm, I'm here, as always. <laughs> my, my advice uh, for this week is there's two big soccer tournaments starting up soon. Okay. I feel like you guys should go out and watch that. If you're not soccer fans, these might, these tournaments might make you soccer fans. And if you are, then this summer is going to be great because we get two big tournaments, the Copa America in the United States and the Euro 2016 in France. Go watch those. Dr. Deepak coming up with... Uh, advice other than well-being we're, we're not just an nba show we we can make a soccer podcast we should we should, we should. wait we till will. the off season people wait till the off season yeah we'll give you a soccer podcast
We're yeah. hoping for a game seven. Go Cleveland. Yeah, game go, two. go game seven. Go game seven. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Stay with us. Stay current. Thanks, guys.